Chapter 7 Conclusion To understand the immeasurable, the mind must be extraordinarily quite still. Jidu Krishnamurti This book has been a general introduction to the subject of meditation, aimed at giving you a glimpse into the fascinating possibilities of the mind. There is very, very much more to be learned about meditation, about the mind itself, and about the nebulous experience of being alive, awake, and aware. We have considered some of the various different approaches that many cultures through the ages have taken to explore the inner worlds of mind. Here, too, there is much more that could be added, space and time permitting. Each culture has its own legends, its own imaginations, and its own secret store of knowledge about the mysterious realms where matter and mind interact. We have found that in the inner esoteric depths of widely different religions, there is an uncanny similarity of approach to the subject of altered states of consciousness. We have briefly looked at the science of the mind, though here, too, there seem to be more questions than answers. We know that different states of mind are possible, and that thinking is affected by many things, but mostly by our inherited and self-maintained mental habits. The mind can be compared to a beam of light, or a laser beam, and using our power of intention, we are able to focus this beam on whatever we choose. Meditation is the deliberate act of turning this beam of attention inwards, to illuminate the source of the awareness. At this point, words tend to become a little meaningless, and the experience itself takes over. There are many benefits of meditation, both mentally and physically. The chief benefit is a sense of clear perspective and relief from our own self-created inner dramas. This brings with it the added belief of a healthy, balanced nervous system and relief from anxious thinking habits. Beyond that, there are many physiological benefits, too. Our minds and our bodies work together, and by balancing and strengthening one, the other is immediately benefited. Physical benefits include improved digestion, heart rate, sharper senses, and many more besides. What happens during meditation is that as we still the mind, the body is able to reach its natural relaxed state and sets to work repairing and balancing all its major and minor systems. There are many different ways to meditate, by using colors, objects, sounds, or the breath. What all these techniques have in common is that they are tools to get a grip on the mind itself. Using these techniques separately or in conjunction, we are able to reduce the constant inner mental chatter down to a single point, and at that stage, natural awareness takes over. It is a perfectly safe, normal, and highly beneficial skill to learn, no matter who you are. What it enables us to do is the return of our natural selves, without all the duality, theory, self-division, and anguish. We begin to realize that before any thoughts arise, we simply exist. The power that our own thoughts hold over us begins to weaken, and we become free to choose what to think, when to think it, and how to think. We can infuse our minds with balance, love, and natural goodness. Going deeper still, we realize that the intellectual mind is merely a tool. It is what we use to discern, to apply meaning and order to the world, and to create the stories of our existence amidst all of the chaos. Beyond all of this intelligence and cleverness, there is a realm of existence that cannot be explained in regular terms. This is not supernatural, alien, or unnatural. 
In fact, it is the most natural thing in the world. Meditation brings with it the possibility of enhanced freedom, freedom from our own ignorance. It makes us sharpen our awareness and wake up to the majesty present in the world all around us. In order to awaken, first of all one must realize that one is in a state of sleep. And in order to realize that one is indeed in a state of sleep, one must recognize and fully understand the nature of the forces which operate to keep one in the state of sleep, or hypnosis. It is absurd to think that this can be done by seeking information from the very source which induces the hypnosis. One thing alone is certain, that man's slavery grows and increases. Man is becoming a willing slave. He no longer needs chains. He begins to grow fond of his slavery, to be proud of it. And this is the most terrible thing that can happen to a man. G.I. Gurdjieff